Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the big show, TC Live, as the tennis world is on to Cincinnati just a couple weeks until the U.S. Open. And the last big tune-up for everybody. Here's what's coming up over the next 30 minutes. They turn back the clock on Stadium Court. Two major champs and future Hall of Famers playing a three-set thriller to kick off day one. Plus a statement win tonight for American Francis Tiafo who's making a push this week to reach a career high. And we continue our celebration of Serena Williams with our Tennis Honors Series. And we'll look ahead to her Tuesday first rounder against Emma Raducanu. Come on in. Great to have you with us. TC Live, Steve Weissman, back together again with the great Chanda Rubin and the wonderful John Wertheim. First time the three of us have been together since Paris. Has it been that long? It's been a minute. I have missed you, too. (laughs) I I have missed you. John, sad that you're not here, but it is great to see your face as always. Likewise, not quite Paris, this arrangement, but good to see you guys. A lot of good tennis today. A lot of great tennis today. Let's quickly talk about tomorrow, though, because we got Serena Williams taking on Emma Raducanu, the first-round match that we thought was going to be tonight. It's been pushed to Tuesday night. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I mean, it would be an interesting matchup first time. Uh, the two of them would have played. I and mean, what a treat for Emma Raducanu at her age. I think she wasn't even born when Serena started, began dominating uh, in tennis. And so, you know, for her, it's got to be a huge learning experience. Hopefully, Serena will be healthy. We've seen her get better and better physically the last few matches. So I'm excited to see how she matches up. John, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the draw come out and saw it was going to be Emma Raducanu taking on Serena? Who writes this material? Because they have a great sense of humor. Uh, when was the last time that Emma Raducanu played a match and all the focus wasn't going to be on her? She had nothing to lose. I think Chanda raises a good point, though. I think it's wonderful. She gets the chance to play Serena Williams. So many young players today haven't had that opportunity. So regardless of what happens, obviously the, the crowd will be very partisan for Serena. But for Emma Raducanu, just the fact that she gets to face off against Serena Williams is something she'll be telling her grandkids about. And to your point, Chanda, Serena was already number one in the world, had four major singles titles when Emma was born, November back in the day. Uh, all right, we start with a couple of Hall of Famers that played future Hall of Famers, we'll call them today. Andy Murray, Stan Vavrenka. Uh Murray, two-time winner in Cincinnati, last title coming 11 years ago against Novak Djokovic, who had to retire in the second set. At the time, it was Murray's seventh Masters 1000 title. He's now got 14, and he's the only former champ at this event with multiple titles. Leads that head-to-head chant at 12-9, and this one lived up to the hype. Yeah, this was meeting number 22. So these guys, they know each other's game so well. But it's Andy Murray who has always had that slight advantage on the hard courts. He got the first set, Murray, but Vavrinka fought back in the second, was able to get the all-important break at the end of that set. And would get up to Love coming into the net in this volley. Got a little lucky, a little bit of a mistake, but he would take it, Vavrinka. But he couldn't hold on to that break. Murray, such a good fighter. 
The movement was working when he needed it. And I think at the end, what really helped Murray get across the finish line was getting more aggressive. Returns like that one, where he stepped inside the court, he took advantage of opportunities to move forward and closing it out big on serve. A huge win for him. Nearly a three-hour battle between these two titans. Andy Murray into the second round for the first time in his last three tournaments. Well, it was live here there today, and um, I mean, physically, I feel tired. I had some issues with cramp um, in the match. It's also the same in Washington a few weeks ago. So, yeah, last game, I just was just fighting, just trying to find a way through and managed to get it done. Well, this was an exciting one between Andy Murray, Stan Vavrenka. Multiple medical timeouts, a combined 72 years old, John. Uh, what stood out to you from this match? I think the durability of Andy Murray. And he's played a lot of long matches, hasn't pulled through all of them. These guys obviously know each other so well. This is a rivalry that goes back almost 20 years. Two guys that have both won three majors, a lot of parallels. But I think Andy Murray's ability to come through physically is something that really ought to fire him with some confidence. This is the most matches, Chanda, he has played since 2016. He's back inside the top 50 now. Is Andy Murray still a contender to win trophies at the end of tournaments? I think he's still a threat. And, you know, for any player going out against him, they have got to beat him up until the end. And, you know, he's had some tough, long, hard-fought matches like that win three sets. I think that's the trouble for Andy Murray is how much he has to battle sometimes in these early rounds. Can he sustain it, match in and match out over the course of an entire week, let alone two? weeks that's going to be the question but I think those signs we saw of him getting more aggressive that can help his game so hopefully he can continue to build stay healthy uh, and keep getting these types of wins he announced he'll be playing Davis Cup once again first time since 2019 he'll be joining Cam Norrie who by the way he plays in the next round in Cincinnati a lot of Americans in action today as well let's start with former finalist John Isner taking on Benjamin Bonzi rematch from Newport earlier this summer that Isner won in three tie breaks this was equally as close, John. Yeah, this was almost the identical scoreline. Steve, you talk about Andy Murray inside the top 50. John Isner ranked number 50, 37 years old. Remember, this is the guy who's been to the finals of Cincinnati and win the first set. Wouldn't you believe it? In a breaker. Second set, Bonzi gets back into this match. Bonzi, a decade younger, actually higher ranked by two spots. And then third set, John Isner in a tiebreaker. He did not get to a break point. Never mind break serve. He didn't even get the break point today. And it, you know what? It just didn't matter. 31 aces. And then in the breaker, he returned fantastically. So didn't get to break point uh, in almost 30, 35 sets of 35 games of tennis. And then a terrific return to close this out. Nice win, John Isner. On to round two. He actually said Bonzi was probably a bit better today, but that's the nature of his game. Gets Hubie Hercotch next in the night session. Francis Tiafo playing Matteo Berrettini. Big foe got his first top 10 win in Cincy. That was five years ago. Looking for his 15th top 20 win tonight, John. Yeah, and who, who needs a big win more than Francis? He had a five-set defeat at Wimbledon. He squandered those match points against Nick Kyrgios in Washington, D.C. Tough loss in Toronto. Now he gets... Berrettini, who's been playing some top-shelf centers despite only playing in one major this year. This was a great match under the lights. A lot of good shot-making. Francis won the first set in a breaker. Berrettini claws back into this match. And then Francis in a tight, tight third set. It must mean so much to him to get this victory. Some terrific points here. Some good movement from Francis. He came very close to winning this match 
at 6-5. At a ball that almost hit the line on match point. But here he is charging into the net. Some really nice anticipation by Francis. He's got to be happy with his durability. And this is really a match he had to win in a lot of respects. It would have been devastating to lose another close match of American Hardcourts. He did not fail. This is a terrific win for Francis. And you can see that mix of joy and relief. Great win for Francis. I really just needed this. Um, you know, one of, I know it was his first round match. You know, I've been, something I haven't been won a match in a match series before, but everyone knew why I needed this. And um, again, against a quality player. So it was big. Um, but again, you know, I know I've, I've been a lot of these guys, but it hasn't happened of late. So it's one of those things you got to get over the hump. But I'm, I'm happy I, I get another chance to play again. Big foe. Big win on the women's side. Two-time champ Victoria Azarenka in action. Last time she won this event two years ago when Cincinnati was actually played in New York. It was that wild COVID double in the bubble. Naomi Osaka withdrew from the final, so Vika got the walkover trophy. Her first title as a mother. Had a visa issue. Couldn't play in Toronto. Back to face Kaya Kanepi on grandstand tonight. Beat her in the first round, Chanda, back in 2009 in this event. 13 years later, she's still in the top 20. Well, Kanepi is still there as well. Always a tough out, but Azarenka got off to a good start, was taking over the court, stepping in, using her shots up the line, but Kanepi wouldn't go away. She started standing up to the depth and pace from Azarenka, hitting big forehands, and also moving the ball when she needed to, getting the mistakes there at the end of the second. But Azarenka got back to what helped her take the first set. She started playing a bit closer to the ground. The serve helped her get control of points early, and she has the uncanny ability to hit up the line, open up the court, and in the end, force that extra mistake from Kanepi. A huge win for Azarenka. Broke serve eight times, improves to 3-0 and against Kanepi. She'll get the win. Winner of Serena Williams, Emma Raducanu. American women had a big day in the Queen City. How about Amanda Anasimova having a great season? Karich, a new career high this week, going for her seventh top ten win against the San Jose champ, Daria Kazakina. Kazakina has been on form, but this has been a comfortable matchup for Anasimova, who has beaten Kazakina a couple of times before this. And starting this match, you could feel her confidently stepping in, was able to control the ball, beautifully use her firepower, the pace and depth really bothered Kazakina throughout this match, but she was in there. It was right at the end of both sets, though, where Anna Samova was able to turn things around. This was game point for Kasapina. She was a little tentative, and Anna Samova able to turn the tables. And last couple of points just did not look back. This was a confident performance from a big hitter. Anna Samova is going to be dangerous as she moves through this tournament. Four of her seven top ten wins have come this year. As Anna Samova, 33 winners, just five for Kazakina. Converted six of seven break points. Big win for the American, John. What impressed you the most of what you saw from Amanda? I would say her movement. I mean, usually we have this battle where her power is unanswerable and her movement is exploitable. And even in the highlights that Shanda just talked through, you can really see a very fluid, almost slick-moving Anna Samova. And if she keeps this up in hardcore, you just feel like this is really sort of a, a bubbling player. You think about where she was a year ago, how much she has improved, how much her results has improved, and you have a feeling that this real breakthrough is a question of when and not if now. 
Yeah, I think for Anna Samova, she has to start seeing herself at those top levels because she's beating players who are playing that kind of tennis. Kasatkina was in form to get through a match like that fairly comfortably to get the break at the end of both sets. You could see the control she had with her ball movement, with her body, the movement, as John mentioned. It was just a clean performance, and I think she's gaining confidence as she goes and just settling into her game. So it's good signs for Anna Samova. Kazakina could not contend with the power from Anna Samova. Going to be a big-time threat in New York City looking for a first major title. More highlights from Cincinnati on the way, and we are talking Coco Golf, the number one doubles player in all the land. Our experts predict how long until Coco reaches that top spot in singles. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Shannon, John, Steve, back on TC Live. We are exactly two weeks away from the year's final major, and each morning, tune in for Tennis Channel Live at the U.S. Open. Our team of experts got a two-hour pregame show featuring match highlights, all the latest news, much more. Me, John, a mystery guest. It begins Monday, August 29th, 9 a.m. Eastern. All eyes going to be on Serena Williams in what will likely be her last U.S. Open, and the reigning champ, Emirata Kanu, honors the six-time champion. If I had one message for Serena Williams, it would be congratulations on the most incredible career. I don't think anyone has dominated like you and looking forward to playing you Tuesday. Gave her the old Shooter McGavin there at the end. <laughs> Emma and Serena, 7 p.m. Tuesday night in Cincinnati. Still to come, more U.S. stars in action. Seb Korda getting some revenge and an emotional end for Katie McNally. Grab some tissues. More TC Live on the way. Ruben Wertheim Weissman back on TC Live. The law firm is back with you once again. Uh, we're in Cincinnati this week, and then we head to Winston-Salem, Cleveland, and Granby all the way to the U.S. Open. Tennis Channel Live at the U.S. Open begins August 29th right here on Tennis Channel. Back to Cincinnati. Seb Korda facing Corinne Hatchinoff. Rematch from Wimbledon last year. That had 13 breaks in the final set. Hatchinoff won 10-8 in the fifth, John. Yeah, chance for revenge today for Seb Korda. He's ranked number 52. There are not 51 better tennis players than Seb Korda. He's had some bad luck. He had to miss Wimbledon this year with a foot injury. He could use a nice win, and you know what? He got it. He is such a nice athletic player. He was dictating the points today against a big, heavy-hitting opponent. Just a very solid, composed match. Opportunistic breaks in both sets. He had more aces, 10-8, than Hachinov. And this is just a, a class win over a class opponent. And uh, Seb Porter moves on. This is a guy much better than the 52 next to his ranking, guys.
Agree with that, John. For the ladies, Ali Riss got some solid wins last week. Kavitaba, Ostapenko looking to keep those good vibes going against Sarah Cerebez Tormo, Shanda. Yeah, and she got off to a quick start. Dominant first set coming in, playing in the area of the court where she's so comfortable, Risk is. But in that second set, Cerebez Tormo, she fought back, had set points. This was number four, but the backhand from Ali Risk so big and she would do it again to end the match nice when you can close out a tough battle yeah, in straight sets risk, risk very good throughout this match and gets a nice win over Suresh Go to tennis.com to see Prakash interview his cousin Allie and her sister Sarah. Good times on that one. Uh, the hometown hero Katie McNally going for her first win in Cincinnati against Alexandra Sastamich. Always a tough opponent, Janda. Yeah, she is. But McNally, she was so quick in that first set getting up to balls, coming in, playing her style of play. But Sastamich, she's got a great backhand, able to use it to close out the second set, you take it to three, and down the stretch, this match came down to the tie break. And McNally, she started cramping. She was visibly hurting at times, but kept battling, got off to a quick start in the tie break. You could see the crowd, they got bigger um, as the match went on. And McNally, in front of a hometown crowd, was able to battle to get through this one. And sometimes, Steve, it's even sweeter when you have to go through so much adversity. This was very impressive from McNally to get through that one. I mean, could barely walk at the end of this match. You see the reaction. I mean, she can barely believe it. Sastovich, great sportsmanship, giving her a hug, walking across the net, and then Katie McNally, an embrace with her brother John, calls him her hero. That was really, really special to see that. Some other scores today. Marco Skirone, the American, getting a nice win against David Goffin. Roberto Bautista Goot gets the victory. Leila Fernandez upset a Katarina Alexandrova. Sloan Stevens, though, how about that, Chanda? One in love. I mean, did you think it would be that one-sided? Sloan Stevens playing terrific tennis, though. She's one of those players. She's tough. It, she's on. If she's, when she's on, listen, she, she's going to win Cincinnati. I'm calling it right now. Sloan starting like that. Who knows? Uh, Coco Goff, by the way, new number one doubles player in the world. Got that win with Jess Pagula in Canada. Really special stuff, John, to get to number one in the world at 18, second youngest to do it. So impressive behind Martina Hingis. And I think this really dovetails with her singles. I mean, what would you rather be, number one in doubles or number one in singles? Well, we don't have to answer that now, but I think this is just such a good omen for her professionalism, for her time management. The doubles helps the singles. We say it all the time. Very impressive. If you were going to be a teenager and model your career, you'd pick Coco Goff. If you were going to be in your 20s and model your career, you might pick Jesse Pagula, her partner. So uh, all around, what an achievement for Coco. Yeah, I just love thinking about the pictures she posted in Paris, graduating from high school with the pose. And this is a similar pose, but with the number one title in doubles. It's incredible stuff from Coco Goff. Love the caption she wrote on social media. Number one in the CG ones. I mean, she's got it all, and this is just another step. It's part of why she's been such a well-rounded player in both singles and doubles. The fact that she has played doubles from the start, and what an achievement to get to one in the world. I mean, that is fantastic stuff, and it's only, I think it's only a matter of time before we see her in the top ten and beyond in singles. I, I love the fact that she was so excited about getting to number one in the world in doubles. This meant a lot to her. Absolutely. Huge. So you were top ten in the the world in both singles and doubles. How sustainable is this for Coco long term? 
I, hopefully very sustainable. I mean, we've had players, you know, that have been able to play both throughout their careers. We don't see it as much um, nowadays, but I think Coco Golf has been an anomaly in so many ways. The fact that she came out playing both and committed to both. So I think it, it only helps her singles. Hopefully she can stay healthy, continue to manage her body. She's still young, uh, but there's such a, a great career ahead of her, and she's already achieving so much at this early age. I think so much of this, too, guys, is just about how you perceive everything that goes with the profession. If you just want to come to the venue and then get, get back to your phone, it's one thing. You get the feeling that for Coco, the sponsorship and the media, it, it's all still fun for her. And she's not racing to, to leave the complex. So obviously playing doubles is a complication in terms of scheduling, but you don't get the feeling she's, she's mad. You, know, you don't get the feeling she's eager to leave the venue. You also, I, I got to think she's one of the top three betting favorites, not in doubles, but in singles at the U.S. Open. Let's also uh, address the fact she's playing pretty well when she's playing solo as well this summer. Absolutely. And to your point, on social media, she said, getting to number one in the world, then meeting J. Cole. So she's enjoying the whole process, right? <laughs> she wouldn't have met J. Cole if she hadn't stayed in the tournament all the way until the final oh, in double. fantastic. Good stuff. Uh, Tuesday's coverage here on Tennis Channel starts 11 a.m. Eastern. We got you covered on Valley Sports as well. Remember, 7 Eastern, Serena Williams, Emma Raducanu, and the three of us back with TC Live tomorrow night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to TC Live. It's that time. Hot shot of the day. John, Diego Schwartzman pulling off the hot shot. Yeah, and then watch what happens. Uh, gets to that tweeter in no time, and then what a sick drop shot. The second one. Uh, good for Diego. Go, Diego, go. But, boy, <laughs> that's some nice uh, networking, as it were, by uh, Molshot. We should point out... Uh, Diego won the match, but uh, that's, that's a heck of a point. Uh, that's well played by both players right there. So who actually had the hot shot? I give it to Diego. Exactly. I give the tweener the hot shot. Oh, I was confused. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> he, did you think the volley was better? <laughs> I thought the hot shot is who wins. At the uh, no, it's, it's a shot, not point. It's not the hot point, right? Okay. These are some hot matches, I'll tell you that. This is what we have for you coming up on Tuesday. Look at all these names. and it, We've got Alcaraz, Kyrgios, and Halep as well. Let's head back to Cincinnati for a preview with Danny and Prakash. All right, Steve, very exciting Tuesday action here in Cincinnati. Emma Raducanu playing Serena Williams, and Serena is actually the underdog here, so can she pull up the upset? Uh, I think in this particular matchup, she certainly does have a shot to pull the upset. The good news with Emma is she's going to let Serena play. She's going to give her a lot of balls to play from the back. She doesn't have a serve that's going to overpower her, so she's letting Serena into the match. Serena's going to have that puncher's chance, and as long as she isn't forced to do too much running, I think the GOAT's got a shot. That one's going to be a whole lot of fun. All the action on Tuesday here from the Western and Southern Open. Sure to be a blast. All right, thank you so much. We'll talk more Serena in a moment. But first, our DraftKings Sportsbook match preview between Nick Kyrgios and Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Kyrgios, the big favorite in this one. He actually won doubles today. 
with his Australian Open Grand Slam champion teammate, Tanasi Kokonakis. He's on a big-time winning streak as well. A reminder to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can bet a dollar and win $100 if any point is won. If you're not in a sportsbook state, download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use that code POINT when you sign up. So Kyrgios has won 15 of his last 17 matches. He won D.C. singles and doubles, made a deep run last week in Canada, beat Daniil Medvedev. What do you give him in this match? How do you think he'll show up in Cincinnati? I mean, he's been showing up these, you know, last few weeks, last couple of months in particular, and that is when you have a dangerous Nick Kyrgios in your hands. He's already one of the most talented players. He's got the huge serve. It's very difficult uh, to break him over the course of a match, and that's going to be the challenge for Davidovich Fokina is how can he get into the Kyrgios service games? Can he hold his own serve uh, well enough to get into tie breaks to give himself a chance. I think that's going to be tough on these hard courts and especially with the form that Kyrgios is in. We've had a good disagreement lately, but uh, we, we can't do it here. I think you're absolutely right, Jan. I mean, the last 75 days, who's played better tennis than Nick Kyrgios? We talked about the singles doubles interplay with Coco. Well, with Nick as well. and He won Monday. He won doubles handily. They, they won the first seven games of the match, so he's got a nice little bit of momentum. I think on the hard courts, Davidovich Trokina, not a lot to hurt Nick with. He's been serving so well, playing well, playing organized tennis for the first time in a long time. I think Kyrgios is quite rightly the overwhelming favorite in this match. All right, going with the favorite Nick Kyrgios there. Quickly, before we go, who are you picking, Serena or Emma, tomorrow night? I think, you know, the question is, where is Serena physically? Is she close to 100%? That's what we've been wondering since she's kind of come back uh, at Wimbledon. She hasn't had a lot of matches. I think if she is in that space, she's got a good shot. This is a match where she'll be able to get into points, and certainly she's got the pedigree behind her, so that gives her a little bit of an advantage as well. She has the pedigree, and I also think she's not going to face a lot of power on the other side of the net. I think this is a very nice chance. I mean, is Serena Williams going to win that 24th major? Well, we, we can sort of get, get to that when we come to it, but can she get some matches? Can she get on a mini streak? I think that's the more immediate goal, and I think this is the kind of match where she can get a win or two under her belt. I like Serena to win this match. All right. She's got the pedigree, the power. We've got the presentation tomorrow night. 7 Eastern, right here on Tennis Joe. Great to have the band back together. Chanda, John, you know what? We're going to do it again tomorrow. Let's do that. All right. Thanks for watching TC Live, everybody. Bye -bye.